0: Hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today. And be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. The product of the week, the COQ10 ubiquinol, plays a pivotal role in the body's energy metabolism, incredibly good for the heart and the cardiovascular system, and vote for what you want to see win tomorrow. The zinc glycinate and the probiotic, 100 billion, along with the 5-HTP. They're all back and forth, people voting on them. So be sure to cast your vote on there, and whatever wins, it wins. i thought throw it on sale for everybody for an entire week. as easy as that. So thank you again for the support of healthmasters.com. And I saw an article earlier here that was very interesting, and I wanted to bring it up first thing because this is, again, what I continue to tell people all the time. Be very careful how you handle yourself in a situation as far as with a firearm. Now, this guy did about the best he could. If you guys saw the video that's been released now from the Houston taco joint, there was a man that came in to this taco joint, and uh, he was actually a career criminal. He was out on bond again for multiple felonies because the Soros-funded prosecutor in Houston, District Attorney Kim Ogg, made sure that these guys pretty much have no ramifications for what they do. This guy, I mean, I looked it up. This guy that got shot, he's got a rap sheet a mile long. I mean, multiple armed robberies, home invasions, burglaries. This guy shouldn't even be out. He has no function in society that's positive whatsoever. He should, he's a career criminal. Well, this guy walks into this taco joint in Houston and uh, proceeds to hold it up and take everybody's wallets and cell phones in the store. Well, one of the customers that was in there, he was sitting down peacefully eating, 46-year-old customer. He's not been identified yet and because uh, he's not under arrest, but he's cooperating with law enforcement. You watch the video. The uh, perpetrator turns around to leave the store finally after he's holding everybody at gunpoint, and uh, this 46-year-old customer who's concealed carrying legally lights this guy up. I mean lights him up, dumps a mag at him, and uh, goes over to him, grabs the gun, the from the perpetrator and uh, it's a fake gun and so now the prosecutors are trying to say that they want to allow a grand jury to decide to decide the fate of this hero customer and decide whether or not he's going to be criminally charged which makes no sense to me because he either broke a law or he didn't and as of right now he's not under arrest he turned himself in he's cooperating with detectives Uh, He's also hired an attorney, which is very smart (laughs) because he was exercising his right to remain silent. Exactly what it says right here. It says the hero hired an attorney to defend himself and has exercised his right to remain completely silent. In a situation like this, especially in a really liberal area, if you don't have a really good um, sheriff and you don't have a really good district attorney – this can be really problematic even if you're defending your life and other people's lives. And the problem with this was this guy had like an airsoft gun apparently. It was a fake gun. But nonetheless, if anybody has seen airsoft guns, if you pull the little orange cork off the end or you paint over it, they're fully – they look. They're full size, full weight, full scale, full everything. Slide operates, mag operates. They look legitimate. And it's not like you're sitting there waiting to – you know, oh, I should wait to see if I get shot before I can shoot back somebody comes in the store and they're pointing a gun in people's faces and they're taking their stuff, clearly they're not there to be friends and they're not there to engage in lawful activity. Clear as day. But interesting enough, this situation is very crazy. But you guys can watch the video online. Make your own decision of it, what you think about it. It's a little graphic. If you watch the full version, a lot of them have been edited now. They're on YouTube. I saw the one yesterday. Somebody sent me the full version of it. And uh, again – Don't do dumb stuff like go into stores with airsoft guns and rob people of their stuff, and then you probably won't get shot. Just throwing that out there, my two cents on it. You take it for what it's worth. Also, too, in other news, this is something that's, again, very frustrating as we're watching this start to happen in a cycle of never-ending perpetuity now. This is just continually going on and on and on where somebody every day, more people every day all across the country – are suddenly dying the past week now massachusetts state police announced the death of three of their law enforcement officers now they were not killed in the line of duty they were not shot nothing like that all of them died essentially that they will not disclose but they suddenly died one of the reports was from that one of the officers died from a heart attack the other two has been undisclosed as far as what they died from Three Massachusetts state police officers, John Santos of the Plymouth County Sheriff's Department, Officer Sean Besserk of the Brockton Police Department, and Officer Christopher Davis of the Stockton Police Department, all in the state of Massachusetts. Now, what's interesting about this is all you got to do is look up Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker mandated that all members of the state police association in Massachusetts will be vaccinated with COVID-19 vaccines in 2021. If you refuse even religious exemption, you will be, and I quote, let go. He made this very, very clear in 2021 that every single person in the state police department will be injected with RNA gene therapy, period. No ifs, ands, or buts behind it. Now, what's interesting about this is, the sad part about this is this is becoming a way too often and common trend. I saw an uh, article earlier, in my condolences to the family, a 16-year-old girl was playing flag football at her high school in Las Vegas, went over to the sidelines, collapsed with chest problems, uh, coated. She coated on the sideline. They hit her with a defibrillator, regained heartbeat. She died while arriving in the hospital. 16-year-old girl, 16-year-old girl, life hadn't even really started yet. Teenager, mid-teenager, and she is no more. And the sad part about this is – and again, my condolences to the family because that I can't even imagine losing a child like that over such a such a strange array of situations, especially when you start seeing so many of these schools. If you guys remember, in a lot of these liberal areas of, of the United States – They were telling parents that pretty much their kids had to get vaccinated or else they were going to be basically quarantined and had to wear a mask and had to be socially isolated and distanced from the rest of the school. Remember this? Remember their videos where they were detaining kids and basically making them sit by themselves if they were not getting the shot. Their parents weren't signing off on it. Oh, yeah. And so seeing this happen now all over the place, I have a friend of ours that Lan and I know, they live down the road from us. He was in the hospital. He just got discharged today. He's been having all kinds of heart problems and over and over and over again. Then doctors again, can't figure out what's going on with him. And what's interesting about this is Steve gave me this article yesterday and it was from a Swiss study and it's, said the new evidence has emerged that the RNA COVID-19 vaccines are routinely injuring the heart of all vaccine recipients, raising further questions about their safety role in the recent elevated levels of heart-related deaths. The latest evidence comes from a study from Switzerland, which found elevated troponin levels indicating heart injury across all vaccinated people with 2.8% showing levels associated with myocarditis. The official line on elevated heart injuries and death where they acknowledge is that they are most likely caused by the virus as a post-COVID condition rather than the vaccine. However, we're only seeing this occur in COVID-injected vaccine individuals. And This is a very interesting article. I'll post it on the website. It's very long, but it goes into detail showing that pretty much every single participant that was tested showed elevated troponin levels in their blood, which is indicative of… Of cardiovascular damage. This is always elevated in people that have heart attacks and other health problems. However, levels can vary. And ironically enough, very few individuals that had COVID that did not get the shot had elevated levels. However, individuals that did get the shot, almost all of them had elevated levels of this, which means to some extent, every single person that's getting these shots repeatedly. Is having some type of cardiac problem. It's just the extent of how bad it is and how well your body is bolstered to recover, repair, and how strong essentially your mitochondria is and your immune system is and your cardiovascular system is. And I also – this is also my personal opinion I'm adding on here. I think a lot of it is to the level of toxins that your body is exposed through your dietary habits. We all know glyphosate is an unbelievably toxic compound. We know high fructose corn syrup. We know a lot of these other ingredients that they put routinely in all this food now that's making people so sick increases inflammation in the body. If you take somebody that's extremely healthy and they may get the shot and they're eating really clean, it may reduce the problematics that they have as far as from the shot. But then you beg the question – What about all these athletes that are experiencing these heart attacks on the fields, and most of them are extremely strict with their diet? So you have to ask yourself the question, what in the world is going on with this, and why does everybody seem to think it's some normal okay occurrence that we're watching this happen right in front of our eyes, and yet everybody's pretending like, oh, no, 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 no. That's 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 not happening now. It's, there's nothing to see here. No, no, nothing's going on. Nothing's happening. Just just continue to go on with. Uh, with I saw an article earlier that came from ABC News that reposted it, and it says rise in heart disease may be explained by extreme weather conditions, study states. However, it's not clear why temperature shifts correlate with more heart attacks. (laughs) What? It says climate change intensified globally with wildfires, hurricanes, droughts, heat waves, and cold spells leading to famine and drought. As a result of these extreme changes, the medical community is noticing an increased rate of heart disease and heart attacks. Okay, so – Are people really this naive and dense to think that this is the first time in recorded history human beings who have been around for thousands, if not tens of thousands of years, are suddenly being exposed? We're suddenly being exposed to different elements in the environment that slightly change over they were last, you know, 5, 10, 20, 50, 100 years? I mean, come on, guys. The level of stupidity knows no bounds of some of these articles I mean, we're really going to pretend that we've never had heat waves in the country and that they're somehow way worse than they were before. You look back at historical records, even the last hundred years, a lot of this stuff is no different. There's different spikes, there's different drops. The entire world is constantly changing. It's an element that moves, it changes. This is, again, another excuse to try to justify why people are having these sudden heart attacks. Remember, I've read you multiple head, headline listings. A couple weeks ago or a month ago, it was talking about taking naps can cause you to have strokes and heart attacks, sleeping too much. Oh, pulling weeds and working outside in the yard can cause heart attacks. Oh, the next one now too, video games are causing heart attacks in children. And it was all these headlines compiled over like five or six different pages. And it was all these ridiculous, complete and total speculation headlines that had no basis in science trying to justify why we are watching this happen right now and this is again in my opinion just the tip of the iceberg if you factor in that a lot of these people that are getting sick right now only had the like first two shots or maybe a booster shot a year year and a half ago what do you think is gonna happen to all these people that have on their fifth or sixth shot now whatever they're up to anybody else think this is just gonna suddenly go away the more RNA gene therapy shots you get injected in people's bodies Absolutely not. It's not going away, and that is why it is so important to continue to encourage, talk, and reaffirm to a lot of people that it's okay to talk about this. It's okay to say no, and it's okay to stand up and say, no, I don't want an experimental shot injected into my body. I do not consent, regardless of how hard you push me, how hard you yell, how hard you scream, how hard you try to coerce me, how hard you try to threaten me, I am not going to give in to this anymore. Even if you made the mistake before, it doesn't matter. That's in the past now. Do the best you can to take care of your body. The COQ10, the vitamin E, the magnesium, the brain food, the GHI cleanse, I've worked extensively with a lot of customers who have gotten the shot and they've been taking those supplements and maintaining very good overall health. But you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again, expect different results. And when I say the same thing, I mean continually getting RNA gene therapy injected in your body and then expect somehow you're going to miraculously not have health problems with it when we're clearly seeing this is a big problem. What do you think, Deb?
1: You know, often the the whole thing about it is, is that you know we've got a group of people out there that won't stop lying about everything. Yeah. You know, William K. Well, like William Casey said with the CIA, we'll know we've done our job with the CIA when everything that every American believes is a lie. Of course, I'm paraphrasing that, but that's basically what he said. And then the sad part about that is is that you know that's almost complete now. The American people have become a dumbed down, lethargic, assouciant you know, you know, population that's been infiltrated now by fifty million, approximately. You know, migrant invaders that have come across the border who receive, you know, all kinds of money from the government, homes from the government, telephones from the government, you know, education from the government that we are all paying for with our tax dollar. And the base of the United States, patriots, the base of the United States who built the United States is basically being diminished very, very quickly. That's who we are. And the sad part about it is it's just we are sliding into the ash heap of history. And yet nobody wants to wake up their eyes and take a look at it. And those of us who are patriots who are talking about it like on a national talk show like this are very, very rare. I told you guys a few years ago when I, I talked to Mancow about this, he was still on the air in Chicago. He told me if you're a hardcore Republican or a hardcore Democrat, they'll give you a national airtime. but They're going to direct the course of the conversation. And as long as you stay partisan and you basically were division, were causing division among the population to split them in half, he was let to stay on the air. You start talking about the Democrats and the Republicans go down the middle and talk about what both of them are doing right and both of them are doing wrong. If you find anything a Democrat does right, just thought I'd add that. Then what's going to happen is they're going to take you off the air because they don't want you teaching, you know, concrete rational thought and having taught people reasoning skills in the United States, people start asking questions about the narrative they're being told. There's a very interesting satire that was written. I'm not going to tell you the name of the company that wrote it, but it's a a known satire website. But I am going to post it so you can see it. It says experts say they don't know what is causing everyone to suddenly collapse and die. But it's definitely definitely not that one thing, (laughs) the one thing being the COVID shot. But it doesn't say that. I love the way they wrote this. It's funny. Medical experts are absolutely stumped as to what would be causing the recent uptick in healthy young people everywhere that are suddenly collapsing with heart failure. Despite their uncertainty, experts do feel confident that we can rule out that one thing as the culprit. It's too early to say what could be causing this, but it's never too early to say what's not causing this, said the local expert. This could be caused by anything. But one thing we know for certain, it's definitely not that one thing we're all thinking that's behind this. If you know what I mean, we can go ahead and rule that thing out right now because science just called us on the phone and told us not to discuss it, and we always follow science. According to sources, experts have been working tirelessly around the clock to try to get to the bottom of why so many seemingly perfectly healthy athletic people are falling over dead. I wish I could point to something in the past year or two that large groups of people were exposed to or injected with or forced to put into their bodies, but nothing comes to mind, adds the doctor. If only there was one thing all of these patients had in common. Publishing time experts said they had narrowed down the list of what was most most likely causing the sudden death and it was down to this. This is the list that's causing all of the sudden death with athletes and sudden death of many of your friends. Number one, it's got to be climate change. Number two, if it's not climate change, it's racism. Most certainly if it's not racism, it's Christian nationalism or it could be just standing up too quickly or standing up too slowly or not eating enough bugs. I had to laugh when I read that this morning because, of course, it's pure satire, but it's got so much truth in it. We all know the patriot community and anybody who's got two brain cells rubbed together. They know we know that when you get injected with a clot shot and everybody starts dying of clots and myocarditis and pericarditis and strokes that suddenly that had to have something to do with it. But. According to the experts and according to science, who's never basically listed as basically being the real culprit there as far as anything, uh, it can't be the shot. You can't mention the shot. You can't talk about the shot on national TV. You can't mention anything about what's happened. That's one of the things I love about DeSantis. He's supposedly now going in and doing an investigation into the clot shot. And I have so many people. I I spoke to a lady here recently who one of their children basically had been injected. And now that child actually just is in remorse that they had taken the shot, that they wish they had never done it. And and basically, you have to pray for these people to give them, you know, alternative supplements, et cetera, you know, the vitamin E, the cod liver oil to keep that blood thin. You got to make sure they're drinking at least half their body, body weight distilled water every single day to keep the blood thin. You got to give them all types of things like coenzyme Q10 to keep the heart muscle strong. And then you got to pray like crazy because this is a serious drug they put into these people. It's a serious compound, a serious gene-editing device that gets through into cells because of the nano barrier that is put in or at all kinds of information it tells your body to become a spike protein, you know, manufacturing site and the problem with all that is the spike proteins are like little tiny sand spurs that get lodged in the endothelial cells of the blood vessels, especially in the corners of the blood vessels and in the branches of the blood vessels and causing massive eddy currents. And these eddy currents get worse and worse and worse. You start having blockages in these doggone blood vessels, and when that happens, you have a stroke or you have a heart attack or whatever else you have. It happens very, very quickly, or you have fibrous rope clots that form in the arteries, and you end up basically having gangrene. I've seen it all, guys, and so this is the importance of what we have to do. We have to tell the truth of what's happening, and we've got to tell the people in the population of the planets what's happening, and they need to know for sure – something else going on besides standing up too fast or being a Christian nationalist or climate warming or whatever. It's just something else going on. This is a massive, massive exposure that we've had to basically a eugenics protocol that's been brought to us by the World Economic Forum, brought to us by the Rothschild International Banking, Kabbalists, Luciferian cartels. And this is the group that runs the planet. This is the, those guys. Now, you know, here, here's the thing. You know, we, we've got to take – let's take another look at Scripture this morning, and I want to just share a few things with you. This is out of Deuteronomy again, and it's a good verse. It's Deuteronomy 31. It's when Moses was about to go to be with the Lord, and he was basically giving the leadership over to Joshua. And it, this is starting verse, chapter 31, and he goes, verse 5, and it says, The Lord will deliver them to you in the lands they're going into. I'm adding that. And you must do to them that I've commanded you, be strong and courageous, and do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you, and he will never leave you or forsake you. Okay? Now there's a caveat with that. If you read a little bit further on, you can hear exactly what the caveat says. God's basically is predicting Israel's rebellion. Now, in verse 14, it says, The Lord said to Moses, Now the day of the death is near. This is for Moses. Call Joshua and present yourselves at the tent meeting. Then the Lord appeared, I mean this is Yahweh, to great I am appeared at the tent in a pillar of a cloud, and the cloud stood over the entrance of the tent. And the Lord said to Moses, you're going to rest with your ancestors, and these people will soon prostitute themselves to the foreign gods of the land they are entering. They will forsake me and break the covenant. They will break the covenant that I made with them. And in that day I will become angry with them, and I will forsake them, and I will hide my face from them, and they will be destroyed. Many disasters and calamities will come upon them, and in that day they will ask, have not these disasters come upon us because our God is not with us? And I will certainly hide my face in that day because of all of their wickedness and turning to other gods. So he's telling them right now what's going to happen to them. He tells Moses before he dies what's going to happen to them, and I'm sure Moses got to be pretty grieved. Because remember, Moses is the one who intervened when God was going to start all over with Moses. After they did the old sacrifice, you know, with the golden calf, after they'd gotten out of Egypt to tell – and he, he pleaded with God not to basically destroy all of them for what they were doing in the orgy and the human sacrifices and all the other stuff they were involved in. Because these ancient Canaanite religions of Baal and Asherah and Moloch and the Egyptian religions, the ancient Babylonian religions, had gotten into this group of people at the highest levels with the Kabbalist eldership they had, leadership they had, the 60 elders who were involved with all of this stuff. And it was at this point permeated throughout the entire culture of this, organ, of, of this group of people, which was, which was in the millions, by the way. So here's the problem that you run into. You know, we have to ask ourselves a simple question. They turned to other gods and started sacrificing their children. Started eating their children. I mean, some sick stuff they were involved in. You know, drinking of blood and doing human sacrifice and all the other stuff they were doing. And, and God basically had enough of it. Even Solomon himself set up you know altars to Baal. You know, after this is all, this is many years after this happened with with these children of Israel right there, and they were constantly prostituting themselves to these other individ, other gods. And see, and this is exactly what the United States has been involved in, and the world has been involved with, with the 60 million abortions that we've done in the United States. And it's sad to me that it never seems to end. It never ever seems to end because, quite frankly, you know, we don't talk about this in the media. We don't talk about this in what's happening, you know, in the churches. The pastors in the pulpit are refusing to talk about it and, it, and it's frustrating. And the sad part about it is, because it's so because it's so frustrating, you know, you, 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 do, you get frustrated trying to tell your friends and your and your and your and your loved ones of what's going on because you start feeling like you're just a redundant broken record, and they don't want to listen. That's because the hearts and the minds of the unbeliever, and in many cases, Christians have been blinded. And we t- we saw it with the Frankfurt School, the Johnson Amendment, and all the rest. I'm not going to cover that again today. But that's what happens. Like per, for example the morning briefing for the White House. Eggs are eight dollars a dozen, which the organic ones are, but the White House wants you to know that inflation is gone. Okay? I mean just I mean it's just unreal because all they do is come out with more and more and more lies. And when we understand that and we realize who they are and what they believe, then it starts to make sense to us because if we know that all they're going to do is lie to us, because remember austin covered this a few weeks ago in the book of John their father is the devil, Lucifer. They call him Einsoff. He's a snake in a tree. It's part of the Kabbalah worship. But their father is the father of lies, and all they're going to do is lie to us, and the people are not being told the truth by the people in the United States, especially in a leadership position in the pulpit, because they were infiltrated by the Masonic lodges many, many years ago. Now, maybe a couple of pieces of news: used car prices record the largest annualized decline in series history. Wow. Did Austin and I not warn you guys about the car prices? We warned you about that a year ago and said stay away from that used car market. It's massively overinflated. It's going to drop off unbelievably hard, and you're going to be stuck in an upside-down position in your cars. Cox Motiv- Automotive reported that the Manhattan Used Vehicle Index, which tracks the auction prices of used cars, plunged the most on record in December from a year ago as the automaker Cool as the auto market cools that's because one of the pre reasons for that is that the inflation and the interest rates are so high now These car prices in some cases are up 50% because of the interest rates to this the it increased by 0.8% in December from November It's rose, to rose slightly to twenty two nineteen point three, but it's down 14.9% from a year ago as far as prices This was the largest annualized decline in the series histories man said so just stay tuned, guys. You're going to get a lot of good prices on cars because this is sad, but a lot of people are going to have to turn their cars back in, and the, and the banks are going to be selling these cars at discounted prices and discounted rates if you can find a bank that you can get one from. This is what's going to happen almost immediately now because the used car prices are way, way down. In addition to that, mortgage buy-downs are happening everywhere in the United States because the hyperinflation of the housing has caused the houses to sometimes go some, some, from $50,000 to $250,000 within a 10-year period. And these houses now are massively overinflated. I've got a friend of mine over in Winter Haven. She bought like a house kind of condo-looking place, and it's nice, but she paid $200,000 for it. It was probably worth $75,000 you know, 10 years ago, if that. And now basically she's $200,000 in it, and she put $100,000 in cash down on it to get the mortgage down to $100,000. But it's not worth probably $100,000 now. So she's about to lose $100,000 in, quote, unquote, an equity position she thought she was in. But the mortgage buy-downs are a worrying trend for 2023. She goes on to say, the article says, we can't help but get a sense of deja vu all over again when we read about the latest mortgage industry gimmick. What happens when these buy-downs reset at even higher rates? And how does this allow a housing market to correct as Fed Chair Powell wants? Yeah. With mortgage interest rates currently hovering over 7 percent, they're probably going to push up to 8.5 to 9.5 to 10.5. Many lenders across the country have seen a resurgence of the mortgage buy-down, a plan that allows potential homeowners to save money on monthly mortgage payments. The National Association of Mortgage Brokers describes a mortgage buy-down as a type of financing that provides lower interest rates for at least the first few years of the mortgage. This typically are offered by the home seller or builder who contributes to the escrow account that subsidizes the loan during the first few years. In a two-to-one buy-down, homeowners can save interest rates for the first two years of the loan but will pay the full interest rate at the time of the signing for the third year. A three-to-one buy-down operates the same principle, lower payments the first three years but full interest for the fourth year of the mortgage. Quote-unquote, I've seen this a lot in the past, and it's a way for the consumer to be able to purchase the home they want when increased interest rates would make their mortgage payments too high. Quote-unquote, if the buyer is willing to offer the seller more for their home, the seller will sometimes make concessions in the form of a buy-down. However, the home still has to be appraised for the higher amount. So again, what this is doing is it's keeping the appraisal of the home at the higher amount. Is letting the bankers come in and give you a low interest rate for the first couple of years that the, that the seller is having to buy down. And then on the fourth year, you get tagged for the full amount of interest again, and you're going to find your interest rate going from probably 3 or 4% up to 10 or 12%. And suddenly you're in the middle of a mess. You had a house payment that was $1,000 a month. Now your house payment jumps to 1800 a month, and you try to sell it. You're in the same mess as the person was who sold to you. So be very, very careful with housing right now. Make sure it's not overvalued, not Overly appreciated and be very cautious of the neighborhoods that you buy in and what you invest your money in right now. It's a very nebulous time right now in the world economic – with the World Economic Forum running so many different aspects to the international banking cartels as far as interest rates. So just, just be prudent right now. and best if you can if you've got cash and you want to buy something, just to sit on it and wait to see what happens. Sometimes if you don't know, you don't need to go. That's just how it works. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Just pray and continue to believe God that he's going to lead you and direct you in everything that you do. And remember, focus your hearts and minds on Christ and on Jesus and on the, on the most high God and allow him to direct the, course steps, the footsteps of your life and the path of your life. Allow him to lead you to his Holy Spirit. And in most cases when you do that, unless you miss it, you're going to do the right things and make the right choices. That's one of the main prayers you got to pray every day, that if your footsteps are ordered by the Lord and that you have supernatural favor, and that you're always at the right time and the right place every time to take advantage of certain opportunities that God's going to put in front of you. But be very, very careful, because right now, as always, cash is king, and you got to be really, really careful with what you do with your money, because right now, especially with a lot of investment advisors, you start giving the money to them, they're going to get paid their commission both in and out. And they can lose a lot of your money very, very quickly. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story?
0: Oh, you're spot on with that. I mean, you can look at them. The the stock markets right now are extremely volatile. There's no question about it. You need to be very, very cautious, get involved in that unless you know exactly what you're doing. And a lot of people don't. And so, I mean, there's always groups that can make money going in and going out, especially if they're putting put options and they're shorting the market. But you need to be very cautious for that right now because there's a lot of volatility in the market because it was so inflated so quickly. And a lot of people now are starting to see the writing on the wall and they're pulling money out of the markets whenever they actually have some pretty solid profits and uh, stepping back out of it. And you're exactly right about the housing market down here in Florida. We have not seen as much of a downturn. The prices have come down a lot still, but the demand is still fairly high. And the problem is it's a synthetic demand. Let me explain to you what I'm talking about with this and multiple subdivisions personally that i've driven in over the last two to three months here in central florida right around where i live right up towards davenport right off 27 right here in auburndale right in lakeland there are subdivisions that are still going in at record paces i mean they can't lay the block fast enough they're out there with trusses you know flying trusses all day long setting them and everybody's going well what's going on you know the houses are dropping you know precipitously in some areas even in florida they still dropped you know 10 20 30 percent they were really elevated but these houses seem to be completely you know already sold but why are people buying houses that they contracted you know for a much higher price when they're basically buying a house they're going into upside down their answer is there's not blackrock and vanguard are buying up enormous amounts of subdivisions before they even start here in central florida They're not selling the houses in a lot of cases in most cases they're either leasing the houses or renting the houses now this has been something that i've seen that's been very strange because i've never seen here in central florida leasing houses and subdivisions i've heard of leasing apartments get that totally understand it's an apartment but i'm talking full-blown residential houses with a yard with property everything they're leasing them and what they're doing is they're getting people in these leases for a moderately reasonable price but nobody ever is going to own the house. BlackRock is going to hold the note forever. So it's a long game with them. They're not going to get that continued interest for somebody buying it and make the money with the interest up front. But what they're going to do is they're going to continue to lease these houses out for years and years and years while nobody's ever actually going to own it. Leasing a house is one of the absolute worst things you can possibly do unless it's a market that you absolutely have to move into and you're not sure what it's going to do and you need it for temporary timing. If you can get in the right house for the right price at the right time and you can get a really low interest rate like some people were doing back in 2020, it's great because you can – pay your house off, chop it down as fast as you can over the coming years, and then all of a sudden, you've got a house that's completely paid for that you have all this equity in. The problem is, the banker boys don't want that. They want you to own nothing, and they want you to love it. The same thing with car leases. Very few car leases have I ever recommended that people get into. Most car leases are designed specifically to rip you off. They're massive profit revenue generators for the dealerships. If you look at the numbers on them, They very rarely ever make sense because in most cases, by the time you actually pay for the car after two or three years, you look back and now you've got to turn the car in or you've got to buy it out. It doesn't make any sense. The only time this ever changed was during 2020 when dealerships were actually leasing cars for literally next to nothing because they had to get rid of inventory because there was such a stall. Then what happened was the inventory left, and it never came back, and there's a shortage, and that's when you saw the prices go through the roof, and you started seeing pay- people pay astronomical prices. I told you I went to the Honda dealership one day. It was in 2021, and in 2021 – a friend of mine wanted to look at a Honda Civic. They had a new 2022 Honda Civic just came in, and I look at the sticker on it. The sticker's like 22 grand. I think it was like an EX model, base model, you know, cloth seats. So it, it was a nice car, great car, great, super good fuel mileage, but it wasn't anything crazy fancy. It was Honda Civic, and the sticker on it was like twenty-two dollars Well, then all of a sudden you look to the right of it, and it had paint protection package with floor mats and, you know, nitrogen in the air, $5,000 option. Market adjustment price, twenty nine hundred dollar option. I and mean, there's a couple other stupid things. The car net being like thirty-one thousand dollars. They marked it up like eight thousand dollars with their side note sticker. And I looked at the guy and I said, Is this a joke? And he's like, Oh no, this this is market adjustment, buddy. He goes, these are this is a really good deal right now. We can't get these and neither can you. And I said, if you're literally trying to sell me on the fact that $31,000 for a base model Honda Civic that stickers slightly over twenty is a good deal, you were talking to the wrong person, bud. I said, give me a call whenever you decide you actually want to move inventory for a reasonable price instead of ripping off you know, middle-class Americans right now. I said, my buddy's buying nothing from you. I said, I won't even sign off, nor will I agree to any of this. And sign off, I didn't mean I wasn't co-signing on it. I mean I wasn't going to put my stamp of approval saying this is a good deal on it because I've been in the vehicle market for years and years and years. And my buddy's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not buying that. I said, No, it's stupid. They said, by the time you pay tax, tag, and title, you're gonna be thirty-five thousand dollars out the door for a car that you're gonna go sell back in a year or two from now, and you're gonna owe still probably thirty grand on it, and they're gonna say, Well, the market's readjusted now. We have plenty of Honda Civics in inventory. Um, you know, we're gonna, you know, normal, you know, normal depreciation, we're gonna put seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars dollars in your civic. And people are going, but. I'm, that means I'm like thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars 14000 upside down in it. Well, yeah, you're the idiot that paid a market adjustment price on a Honda Civic. Sorry for your luck. Let us know when you want to make a deal. It's literally how dealerships act, and they did this all over the country. And to some point, I saw them putting twenty and $30,000 addendums on F-150s and F-250s. And that's why now you see the truck market. Is still holding really strong, and it's not just because of demand. It's because a lot of these dealers and a lot of these contractors and a lot of these construction guys bought these trucks for a way elevated price. They're just not going to sell them because remember a lot of the diesel trucks. If you take good care of them, you can put two three hundred thousand miles on them easy without any significant problems. And so a lot of these guys are saying, well, we're just going to drive it now. We're going to work it out. You know, we're going to work the depreciation down on and actually try to get use out of the truck because there's no way we're selling this back and losing ten twenty thirty thousand dollars in one year trading it back in. So the truck market's still maintaining some level of strength and because of the depreciation schedule because of the weight and you can write them off to your business. They've held fairly strong, but yes. Very, very cautious. But However, one thing about this is, though, this is, this is something I'm just going to throw out. there as a side note, my personal opinion. What you're going to start seeing through this year and through 2024, even though there's a lot of liquidity leaving the vehicle market, there are going to be specific vehicles that are going to be getting discontinued due to the electric campaign that they're trying to push now in so many different manufacturers a lot of people are not going to want to sell these cars and if they do sell these cars they're not going to drop that much in price in my opinion and i don't mean stuff like general things that are you know mass produced like Honda Civics i'm talking a lot of the big engines with v8s and v10s and stuff like that a lot of these motors are no longer going to exist anymore everything's going to hybrid systems everything's going to turbo systems and most of it's going to be going to electric hybrid or plug in hybrid this is Cool technology, hybrid technology, I'm okay with full electric, absolutely diametrically opposed to it. But what you're going to see is a lot of these cars that are no longer being produced, they will cease to exist. There will be nothing left of them. They will have production that is out there. You will have X amount in the market, and they will never be produced again in some of these internal combustion engines that have great power, great sound, and have strong residual value long in. So if it's something from a collector standpoint that you want to get into and buy and keep for the next couple of years, there's probably going to be some really, really good deals in the market. Again, I'm not giving you financial advice. That's just my opinion from being in the market for so many years, because a lot of people realize this full electric market it's unsustainable. It doesn't – there's no sustainability to it. I saw an article yesterday, and I'm going to post it on the website. It was from Euronews Green, and it's actual aerial photos of lithium fields in South America. You guys can look at these photos, and it's crazy, guys. These giant lakes that are all the way from a pinkish-white to yellow to turquoise to green to blue, and they go as far as you can see in most cases. And what's happened is now South America, if you guys know – is one of the main areas that they're doing these lithium fields in. The problem with this is the lithium fields are unbelievably toxic to the environment down there. And they're, major, they're They're primarily doing it in areas down in South America, in Chile, and other areas where they're going in. And they're Chile, Argentina, and Bolivia, main areas that they're doing this in. The, the biggest lithium-producing country is the United States, followed closely by Australia and China. Excuse me. Bolivia, Chile, and Argentina are the largest lithium-producing countries, and United States, Australia, and China are next. Another one people have not addressed now, and this is one of the reasons why they do not want to talk about it because the Afghanistan pullout was so botched. Afghanistan has an enormous lithium production – or excuse me, enormous lithium uh, reservoir underneath it. And that's one of the reasons why, in my opinion, China has been buying up huge swaths of property over there. The problem with it is nobody seems to talk about the fact that lithium and the production of it is so cost ineffective and it's so pollutive and it's not renewable whatsoever that by 2030, these batteries that they're working on are going to be impossible to try to source. What I mean by that is… Right now, if you say you have some of these cars that are six, seven, eight, ten years old, these electric cars, like some of the, the Chevy, I think was one example, and all of a sudden it's worth ten thousand dollars. Well, the battery stopped working. On you take it to the dealership, it's twenty thousand dollars for a replacement battery to try to get another lithium battery for this car. It's double the cost of the, what the actual car is valued at right now. So it's cheaper to try to sell the car scrap than it is to dump another twenty thousand in the car to make it still worth another ten thousand dollars again. What's going to happen is these cars that people are buying right now in this era, you're not going to be able to buy batteries for them in 2029, 2030 for any reasonable amount of price. So people are buying 70, 80, 90, $100,000 vehicles right now that are electric. They're going to drive them for a couple of years. Then you're going to have the next market buy that that goes down in price. What's going to happen is you're going to hit this wall to where people are going to own these cars and you're going to go in with this Tesla and you're going to say, OK, my Tesla store, $25,000, having battery problems. They're going to go, yeah, well, lithium is so difficult to attain right now. The only batteries we can put in this thing, we have to basically on back order, and it's going to be 40000 $50,000 for this battery to place the car. And you're going to see a massive reduction in vehicles on the market in this electric world because it's not sustainable. The photos you see here are so crazy. The colors of them, and what's crazy about this, I did not realize this, it takes a massive amount of fresh water to produce lithium in these lithium fields. It takes two point two million liters of water just to produce one ton of lithium, which is roughly six hundred thousand gallons. So a 600,000-gallon pool, which, by the way, if you guys know the size on that, that's right around the size of a full Olympic swimming pool, which Olympic swimming pool is, uh, what, 50 50 meters long, 25 meters wide, and about 3 meters deep. So about 164 feet by 82 by 10 feet deep. It's an Olympic pool. They're huge. That Olympic pool water is needed just to make one ton of lithium. Guys, that only makes – between six to eight hundred electric cars that's it six to eight hundred cars for one ton of lithium and the numbers keep going up now with how much water is being used to produce the lithium because it's becoming more and more difficult to acquire now here's the problem that lithium water they use in these fields is full-blown hazardous wastewater it has to be dumped somewhere it can't just Go out and be dumped in a river. Well, I guess it can. Ask DuPont about that. You read all about that in Dark Waters, the movie. Uh, but this is becoming the other issue is that now these areas of Portugal and Chile, they're having massive rioting in some of these areas that they're not talking about because nobody wants them doing this down there because it's contaminating everything portuguese residents have continually rallied against the metal mining citing huge environment ramifications but the government has given the green light to extract the lithium in six different regions 95 percent of the local population is on record rejecting these plans despite the mining's company promise that the exploration will create over 800 jobs for locals in portugal problem is It doesn't matter how many jobs it creates if it kills everybody in 10 to 20 years because all the waters contaminated and everything starts to die that's again another side effect nobody's bothering to talk about with the lithium production so again I wanted to bring that up because I had some emails people ask me again about the EV market, and again, I've told you I'm diametrically opposed to it. It makes zero sense whatsoever. It's not sustainable. It's not safe. It's not healthy. It's not cost-effective, and it does nothing to save the environment considering the fact that the energy doesn't just – Pop out of thin air with these cars. They don't generate their own energy. This is something that people need to understand when they're in this market and they're supporting this. You're essentially supporting an entire market of global bankers elite that are trying to force this on everyone in order to make sure that they control the agenda. Because remember, I said before, and everybody that knows knows this the only reason they want electric cars so bad has nothing to do with the environment not a single stitch of the environment it's all about monitoring control and making sure they can watch and turn off any system or platform you want to use to travel freely unmolested on your way don't think i'm accurate about that look it up on top of the fact that we've seen alexa now being brought into people's homes owned by Amazon, listening to everything you say. We now have the Zumba robot vacuum cleaner going out and doing a full diagram of your house and you in your house, as we've seen from the photos being released of the lady sitting on her toilet. that, that, was, I mean, that was, How embarrassing that is, your vacuum cleaner is taking photos of you and it's being transferred to other countries for them to release it on Facebook. Well, to add to the next step of Amazon surveillance that people are going to excitingly grab and put in their house – Amazon's only home cam ring the autonomous indoor security drone made its public debut this week flying through an empty room behind a glass wall showing ongoers how you can have a ongoing drone camera in your house at all times monitoring things when you're home and when you are not I kid you not you can look at the link on the website it's only gonna be 249.99 the sensors in the home cam used for navigation reflect off certain walls. The room in demo had a large window and three walls that it drove around in. However, they said the Ring's working on a feature where the camera will be able to look at certain positions and monitor and turn at all point in times. Now, what's interesting about this is here's, – here's the fun part about this. The flying camera has essentially the tech of the Ring Video Doorbell Pro built into a drone. So it's a designed to be an autonomous indoor security camera that flies around your home to check for trouble. It's pretty loud, so you know when it's flying and there's no risk of it sneaking up on you. I could hear it with the authorized – I could hear it through the glass. Or the demo room the camera this is the great part the camera uses lidar sensors to create a map of your home and will only travel around these paths it only records when in flight oh this is the safe part guys here here's part this, it's for your protection it records only when it's in flight and docks in a small basket to charge where the camera lens is turned off so obviously i mean that's okay so it's totally safe now so it uses lidar sensors to create a map of your home but when it's docked it's not going to record you guys. See, I mean, Amazon's all about their privacy for you. I mean, see, I mean, it's for your protection, right? It's, it's, it's blocked, so it's for your protection. They wouldn't possibly use any of the information, send off to the cloud and watch what you're doing. And it's designed to be able to be used when you're home or when you're not at home, either one which your preference that you set in place. I can't fathom to the extent of some people how stupid they are. I'm just going to be honest with you on this, that they are literally putting these things in their home hand over foot paying money to try to continue to increase their monitoring and surveillance. And they do not possibly think there is any type of invasion of privacy used by these between the dishwashers and the refrigerators recording everything and being Bluetooth between the vacuum cleaners, recording everything between Alexa listening to everything. Now to add on top of it, we got flying drones people are going to add in their house so they can make a full LIDAR scale system to create a map of your home and record every single thing in your home. This Of course, as I'm being sarcastic before, this is not being used for your safety and protection. This is used, again, being sent off to NSA. This will be data that is added onto your profile. They want to continually expand their profile on you until there is no escaping any level of – there will be no privacy left in people's lives once they continue to go along this road. And so what happens is at that point in time, if – Law enforcement or UN or whatever forces out there, the Chinese, if they happen to invade California or any other country because they're disarmed, if they want to come in now and tap into a bat- database, they could say, okay, I need the database schematic algorithms on this neighborhood right here that we're going into. NSA goes, boop, boop, okay. Here's all the names in the database. Here's all their cell phone locations. Here's everything they look at. Here's every firearm they own. Here's every place they go. Here's all their geo-tracking for the last six months. Here's their Zumba, Roomba doing a record of their entire house. Here's their Leska conversations that we've pinpointed keywords as far as whether they be hate speech, whether they be anti-government, and we also have their drone that's done a full scale of their house, so we know where every couch, every television, every gun, every chair, every bed, every TV, every single thing is in their house, and now you can use that information as you see fit from a law enforcement agency because, you know, well, The UN said there will be no hate speech allowed in personal houses. Even if nobody's home, you are not allowed to say certain things that are forbidden under the New World Order government. Don't think it's happening. Look at China. China is the prime example of exactly these things occurring right now on steroids, social credit score right in front of our eyes. They are the template for the New World Order, guys, my friends. Don't get involved with this stuff. Don't buy this stuff. Don't bring it in your home. And don't for any second of the reason think that it's for your safety and protection. They're actually here to help you make your life more protected. What do you think?
1: You know, there's one other thing it can be used for too, Austin, as far as these cameras flying around, creating a digital blueprint of your home. When they tie you into the hive mind, they could actually keep you into a digital reality, and they would have it actually in your own home. You know, The World Economic Forum saying now that we don't have a right to own a car. They're saying we don't have a right to walk around, and they're talking about going into the metaverse as far as going into this thing and being part of that. I mean this is some weird stuff that they're involved in, guys. So how do we know they're not setting up a digital map of your home so that if you're in a metaverse and you've basically got your goggles on, that they know the entire house that you're in, and they can keep you subdued and sedated in your house, in your bed, uh, in your own home with a digital footprint? Now, that sounds way out there. We got that technology, guys, and they're working on it right now. And it goes back to Genesis chapter six again when it says that every thought of every mind was every mind was evil all the time. So that's just out there. I just had a thought. I thought about that when I was when you were talking about that, Austin. Now, let's go back for one second. Let's talk about the stock market and how it's holding up right now and how it's not dropped down to five thousand or whatever. In my opinion, that's because BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard do circular ownership. They each buy and sell each other's stock all the time. So they kind of how should you say they kind of Uh, how they they kind of just keep it they keep it churned. So they keep buying, 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 selling, buying, selling, buying, selling. And I think that's how they've been able to hold the market up. Because remember BlackRock, State Street and Vanguard own ninety percent of the market. So they're constantly buying and selling each other's stocks, they're gonna hold the market up. Just thought I'd mention that. Now the lithium, Austin's right about that. It's a filthy, filthy, nasty product of mine and to f- produce, and we will run out of that sooner or later. Nickel-cadmium batteries were basically called Edison batteries. They were developed over 100 years ago, and some of them are still running. Uh, they have like a 100-year lifespan they could be used in these vehicles they could And they could have been used for all these different types of battery applications but they don't want to use those because they basically can go on and on and on and on and on and, on, and there's not a re- it's not a renewable purchase so the tesla technology combined with nickel batteries the edison batteries could have literally powered most of our cars in perpetuity and also i also believe and he said this too he said that the hybrid technology of these cars when they have both motors and electric are okay when you go straight to electric by itself. That's not okay. I want to make sure everybody we clarified that. That's the problem that we have again. You know, some of the original hybrids that came out that were basically able to be charged up and the battery would, and they would charge itself and, and, re, and maintain the charge. That technology is pretty cool. It really is. But again, you got the problem with the batteries again. So if they ran with the Edison batteries, that would really, really help. But I wanted to share a few of those things with you. By the way, Mel Gibson has been dropped – I'm going to post this article from Yahoo News – from the Mardi Gras parade in New Orleans after threats. Mel Gibson has been dropped because they received threats, and then they go on to say that the group to put him together had significant feedback because of, the, because of his meltdown in 2006 when he said bad things you know, about what happened after the Passion of the Christ – and uh, it's interesting. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go into detail on this, let you read it all. But but when you, when you read this, it's from Yahoo News. I'm not going to read it because it's going to be too long. I'm almost out of time. Read the comment section. The comment section is more telling than the article itself. Also, the WEF now is preparing a robust globalist agenda for Davos in 2023. We have all the world leaders flying in on their private jets. An ex-Virginia tech soccer player allegedly benched for not kneeling for Black Lives Matter gets 100000 dollar settlement you know well done to her I'm glad she did something that said something about it New York uh, New York's getting worse and worse New York New York City subway crime spikes thirty percent despite beefed up transit patrols when I was in New York a few weeks ago I never got on that subway I had no interest in it uh, downtown Manhattan's easy enough to walk around in but you don't need to be getting on those subways at all ever. Another ex-GOP lawmaker says the House investigations of the FBI and CIA will shred the integrity of the federal government, and he's absolutely right about that. I'm going to post that article also, and one final article, and I'll give it back over to Austin. DeSantis is now activated. Wow. The National Guard, as hundreds of Cuban migrants arrive in Florida, of DeSantis. He's trying to keep the state, as best I can tell, you know, cleared. And in El Paso, right before Biden got down there to look at the wall and look at what's going on with the migrants, crisis, what crisis? El Paso clears the migrant camps ahead of Biden's first trip to the border on Sunday. As frustrated agents say, the numbers always fall in January. And he might as well have gone to Des Moines, Iowa. So that's the little photo op they did with, you know, with the all with the one in El Paso. Guys, I love you. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. You guys are absolutely just wonderful. I just I plead the blood of Christ over you. I stationed angels all around you, and I put heads of thorns around you, and I tell you to stand your ground, and you put on that full armor of God every day, and you stand. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's frustrating about it, especially the real residents of El Paso. You know, I've seen videos for weeks about the massive invasion that had happened into that border town, and it's ironic. Nobody can figure out where they all got swept up to. I mean, it's like they just disappeared off the streets within a couple of nights right before Biden got there. What are you talking about? There's no border crisis. There's no people here. There's nothing to see here. Makes you wonder what they did at one, two, three o'clock in the morning with federal agents or whoever was involved with that, with black ops or CIA. You always see these things happen very covertly like this when they need to make sure they keep the narrative in the direction that they want. But I find it very, very strangely coincidental. All of a sudden they all disappeared suddenly overnight right before – Biden, bumbling with Foon, got down there. I'm sure he tried to make sure – they probably wanted to make sure his favorite ice cream joint was probably open and there was nobody you – know, you didn't have to wait in line for it. So that's just what he likes to do. Also, too, big win. Talked about it for years. Only took four years to get it done, but this is a massive win for the Second Amendment. The United States Court of Appeals in the Fifth Circuit has handed down their major opinion in the Cargill-Garland case ruling 13-3 to that the ATF ban on bump stops is completely unlawful by the ATF. This is huge, my friends. This is a massive, massive win for the Second Amendment. They state that the ATF issued a rule that bump stops would be considered unlawful as machine guns and gave bump stock owners 90 days to surrender their parts. The Department of Justice is amending the regulations of the ATF to clarify that bump stop devices, meaning bump fire stocks, slide fires, devices with certain similar characteristics, are machine guns as defined by the NFA. This is what the ATF basically stated, and so they're amending the regulations. And uh, January 6, 2023, the Fifth Circuit Court handed down its decision, rejecting the ruling, explaining the technical aspects of the case, as well as a clear shift in interpretation by the ATF. And essentially they said the exact same thing that I have said. ATF ruled multiple times on multiple law letters that the bump fire stock was not a machine gun, could not be a machine gun. And then suddenly after Trump stated, you need to make sure it gets banned. They went in and changed the definition of 1934 law that Congress enacted to redefine a machine gun, which they did not have the authority to do. I don't care for bump fire stocks. I don't even own one, never own one. But the precedent that it set was allowing ATF to go in and arbitrarily change law out of just they wanted to change it. They pull it out of a hat, and that gave them the opening to start changing anything they wanted with accessories that had no impact on the trigger of a firearm. So really, really big rule for this. I'm glad the Fifth Circuit Federal Court stood their ground and made a point on this because this was a big win for the Second Amendment. Thank you again for the continued support of healthmasters.com. If you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website, the CoQ10, on sale for the last day of product of the week. Be sure to jump on that if you want it along with the Maximum Energy Kit on sale, and the Fat Burner Stack on sale for the rest of this week. That'll be changing next week. So check it out on the website, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.